everyone and welcome back to our golden 20s. My name is Tegan and I'm joined with my co-host Sadie and we're here still at our like respected family homes recording this episode. Mm -hmm. I've got our family cat Willie sitting on the bed so if you hear a little purr (laughs) that's just him approving (laughs) of what I'm saying and we hope you all had a great holiday season for those who celebrate and I think Mm -hmm. we're ready to just kind of dive into the new year talk all things new year's resolutions and setting goals that kind of thing yeah yeah definitely it's crazy that it's 2022 Mm -hmm. like I'm still like 2020 sounds futuristic never mind 2022 and we thought this would just be a great first episode for the year to talk about really how to set goals and also share what our goals are for the upcoming year as well. Yeah, so I'm sure like everyone listening is familiar with the concept of setting New Year's resolutions and that this is kind of like a Mm -hmm. tradition that people do at New Year's because, you know, it's a very like idealistic time, New Year, clean slate. Yeah. But What would you say, Sadie, is the difference between, like, setting a New Year's resolution and setting a goal? Yeah, I think for me, I used to always set New Year's resolutions, and it was just a few years ago where I started being like, you know what, I need this to be a little bit more concrete and, like, more of a goal. So for me, really the difference is when I was setting New Year's resolutions, it was very generic. Like I was always like, I want to think more positively this year or I want to work out more. And it was just like things that were hard to measure and things that didn't really feel actionable. Like it was just like, this is what Mm -hmm. I want. No really like plan of how I'm going to do it. So when I started setting goals, I started making them like way more specific and that's really the difference in my opinion at least that's how it has been for me so instead of like working out more it could be like I want to do a program with a personal Mm -hmm. trainer I want to go to yoga twice a week I want to get 10,000 steps every day like something that's a lot more measurable and then it's easier to actually be like yes I achieved this at the end of the year rather than being like did I work out more? Like what is more, you know, that's kind of where my head goes and why I've like switched to goals rather than just resolutions. Yeah. And I've seen like this trend on TikTok where instead of saying like, here's my resolution, they're calling it like their 2022 rebrand or it's like the new season Mm. of me, like they're changing the language when really the idea is the same where it's like you're setting a goal for yourself, but it's not like, a resolution which maybe doesn't like click for you mentally yeah and I totally agree like I also see people all the time being like you don't need a new year for a new start like you can be the person you want to be anytime and I like totally get that and I agree but for me I always find it helpful to have like a time frame tied to a goal. So knowing, you know, I'm setting this, these goals for the next 12 months, like that always helps me. But also I set monthly goals for the same reason. So, you know, smaller goals and I know I have 30 days to complete it. So that's why I like to like take time at the beginning of the Mm -hmm. year rather than just like halfway through the year. But really, I think these are things you can do at any point that makes sense for you. Mm -hmm. 
And I also wanted to just throw out there too that a few episodes ago, I mentioned how like probably in November, I usually start to think about my yearly reflection and I start to think about what I want out of the next year. So I've already spent like a lot of time thinking about mine. And that's why we can kind of have this episode today for me to like, you know, walk you through what I'm thinking and you too, Tag. But if you're listening to this and you're like, oh my gosh, like I haven't even thought about this yet, that is totally Mm -hmm. fine. And don't feel like it's January 1st or never. Like maybe you take the month of January to reflect and to think forward and then you, you know, start this whole process in January and like start taking action in February or something. Like it doesn't need to be... I'm behind. It's January 4th. I don't know. I'm just not going to do anything. Like, that's not yeah, good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and if you're someone who's stuck and maybe you're like, I don't know. Like, I don't even know where to start. Uh, the last episode mm-hmm. that we just put out was like a journal with me. And I, I'm i just mm-hmm. going to toot my own horn and say I listened along with it this morning and had like the best time journaling away to my own voice. Oh, and I love it. It's very like <laughs> end of year centric. So if you're someone who's maybe mm-hmm. like never set actionable goals before or you are overwhelmed, I don't know where to start. It's only 14 minutes long. So that's, I think, a really good place. And yeah, yeah I'm just going to throw that out there if you're like in the situation Sadie mentioned where you're like oh my gosh it's you know January 4th and I haven't even thought about this yeah totally and I really think starting with a reflection is so so important like we've talked about this like we also did an episode of our year-end reflection so Mm -hmm. recommend you listen to that (laughs) as well but just like that is really important I find at least for me to know what I want to do differently in the upcoming year. And then that really helps shape my goals. So I think we can kind of even talk about how we set Mm -hmm. goals. And that is kind of the biggest thing is reflecting on the last year. And for me, when I'm doing that, I'm trying to pinpoint what I want to change or do differently in the upcoming year. So I can like totally share like that, how that like worked out for me this year. Like And I don't know, I don't want to give away what my like goals are and everything (laughs) just yet. But thinking back on last year, like it was my year of leveling up and I was really like pushing myself and challenging myself. So when I think back on what I want to do differently this year, like I can't do another full year of pushing myself and challenging myself. You know what I mean? Like I need to cut myself some slack and like rest and enjoy everything I accomplished last year without striving for more. So that's kind of like where my mind goes of how I reflected on something and then how I'm kind of taking it to shape the upcoming year and the goals that I'm setting for then. Yeah. And I feel like maybe some categories of goals are easier to set for it like say it's like your career and it's like there are some Mm -hmm. easy things to think of like I want to raise I want a new title I want a new job but then it's like when it comes down to the smaller more detailed things or things that are less easy to track that's where I think it's so important to reflect on the last year because that's the only way you can really come up with them like how how else would you be like Mm -hmm. I want to you know, journal once a week if you don't know, like, what the point of it is. You know what I mean? Like, you have to, Yeah, I think, do a lot of self-reflection like you were talking about and kind of come to terms with what the last year looked like and how you want this upcoming year to look 
and what are the steps to get it to totally. look that way. Yeah. And I think it's really just building yeah. blocks. Like I think that's the other thing with resolutions that kind of always threw me off is like you can't just pull out of nowhere that I want to be a healthy athletic person. Right. Like you you know, you don't just wake up that way one day, like you have to kind of like slowly build. And for me, like every year, I focus on something in particular, then the next year, I kind of build off of Mm -hmm. that, you know, and the next year build off of that. So I don't know, I kind of it's kind of like you're saying, like, just rewording, like every year kind of being like a different chapter or something like that, Um, different season, whatever. And just like using last season to like build off of what you want out of this season. Yeah. Well, and like we talked about it in our yearly reflection episode, which was like two episodes ago, where for Mm -hmm. some reason I set one of my goals to be like lose 25 pounds, which is just bananas and makes no sense. But it's like, those are sometimes (laughs) the kind of goals that you set because it's a new year and you're excited and you're like, yeah, yeah here yeah. I go, 2022, my year. But it's like your goals have to actually be set in like logic and with a plan to get there or else it's never going to mm-hmm. happen and you're just going to disappoint yourself. Like you can't set your totally. goal to be, I want to be a millionaire this year and then not come up with a, the steps or a plan to get there because it's going to be 2023. It's not going to happen because why would it? And you're going to be disappointed. So Yeah, 100%. And kind of on that disappointment kind of idea, something else I've also thought about is, like you said, setting realistic goals. But part of that, I think, especially right now, is making sure your goals aren't dependent on external things. So obviously, right now, COVID cases are on a crazy rise again. um, And it's kind of, I guess, discouraging going into a new year that Mm -hmm. way. But don't use that as an excuse to not set goals or to limit yourself in any way. Just set different type of goals that aren't reliant on COVID getting better. You know what I mean? Like, obviously we all hope it does get better, but you don't want to set your goal to be like travel to 10 countries when COVID totally can overpower that. You know what I mean? And same with like, this is easy for me to say as a single person, but don't make your goals reliant on other people mm-hmm. as well. Like if you're relying on, I can't even really think of an example of that, to be honest. Well, don't be like, one of my goals is I want to get engaged. So my boyfriend better hurry up. Like, it's like, that's not really something in your control. If you're expecting yeah. your boyfriend to save a lot of money, buy you a ring. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, that's not yeah a goal for you. That would be a goal for him. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, exactly. And if you do have those big lifestyle changes as goals, like make sure you're communicating with your partner and making sure you're on the same page, like getting engaged, getting married, having a baby, like buying a Mm -hmm. house, buying a car, like something that does draw somebody else into the picture and you are a little bit relying on it at least make sure you're on the same page (laughs) before setting it down and just or setting it as a goal and then yeah just setting yourself up for disappointment kind of thing yeah exactly that's such a good point and I think something that like I've been so guilty of during COVID is thinking that things are just paused or like things are temporary Mm-hmm. So it's like you don't really have yeah. to come up with long-term things because everything's temporary when it's like, yeah, clearly it isn't. <laughs> Not to mention, like, this is your life you're living. So even yeah. if it is temporary, like, you deserve to be still working towards your goals. 
Yeah, 100%. And I think once we get into what our goals are for the year, I feel like we're kind of like we've taken into account COVID maybe getting worse for the next couple like weeks or months or whatever Mm -hmm. before it hopefully gets better. So I think you can kind of see how we do that with our personal goals as well. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think kind of on going back to like those big life milestones, like getting engaged or something, I think those are other things to think about when setting goals, just like milestones you want to achieve in your lifetime, and then starting to think about how you can start working on them this year. So if your lifetime goal is to become a millionaire or something, like how can you start investing your money? You know, if it's to get married, but you're not in a relationship, then it's how can you start, you know, making effort to find that person and like building a relationship. Mm -hmm. So think of those things as well as just ambitions and dreams you've always had in your life so maybe not a milestone but just general goal like maybe you've always wanted to write a novel or you've always wanted to start your own business or you've always wanted to live abroad or something like that like maybe this is the year you start actually working towards achieving those dreams and ambitions yeah one thing that I did for the first time last year that I really love is kind of visualizing how you want your life to look and I just use Pinterest mm-hmm. for this. So basically I create a yes. Pinterest board that's like vision board 2022. But I know other people like cut pictures out of magazines or, you know, do all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. But basically I just pin pictures that I think represent how I want my life to look. And then you can kind of go backwards from there. So it's like, okay, so what do I have to do to get my life to look like this picture? Well, I have to... yeah do x y and z then those are the things that my goals are working towards yeah 100 percent. and I know some people will like then take their vision board and make it like their desktop background so they're looking at it every day and trying to manifest it but yeah you know you can kind of do I love that whatever you're feeling yeah totally or print it out and like put it like by I don't know like your bathroom Mm -hmm. mirror or like somewhere you look every single day, you know? Yeah. I love that. I think visualization is a big thing as well as writing things down. So for me, I kind of do both, but I make sure to actually write my goals Mm -hmm. down so that first of all, I can't forget them. (laughs) Like, like I think it's easy to sit down at the end of the year and be like, wait, what were my goals again? You know? And then it makes it obviously even more challenging to determine how successful you were at achieving them but it also is another way to manifest a little bit if you believe in that or not just I'm shocked by the number of things I've written down totally forgotten about and then went back and read in my journal and I was like oh my god I forgot I even wrote that and it came true or whatever so definitely recommend writing them yeah all your goals well and I love it too not only because it makes it like easier to remember you can go back to them But it also, I feel like, makes it easier to give yourself, like, a pat on the back. Because there are some things, like, in my early goals last year were, like, things like, I want to have a bar cart. And then it's, like, eventually I saved Mm -hmm. up and I bought a bar cart. And I completely forgot that this was even a goal. I was just, like, yeah, I bought whatever. But then it's, like, no, good job, me. This was a goal I had. I, like, worked towards it and did it. Like, I don't know. It makes it easier to track your progress, too. Yeah, exactly. And just shows your growth too. Like that's something outside of goals, just journaling in general that I love and writing things down. Even if it's just like a quick thought I have one day, just writing it in my phone. Mm -hmm. Like it 
reading those things back just shows how far you come and like your growth as a person. And it's just so rewarding, especially on days where you're like, ugh, like I just wish I had a totally different life. I wish I could just like pack up and move somewhere and live totally like different. It's nice just to be like, you got to where you are, like, and you probably wouldn't have even thought you could have three years ago or whatever. So it definitely is good to, like you say, see your progress and just overall growth. Yeah. The last thing that I wanted to put out there, and again, I feel like maybe you don't believe in manifesting and you're like, okay, let's just move on (laughs) to the goals. And now I'm like, let's just throw horoscopes (laughs) in here too. And I know not everybody believes in astrology and reading their horoscope and stuff. But for me, it is something that I like to do every year. I also do it every month. But for me, I like to spend kind of those two months, like I said, kind of that November to January timeframe thinking internally like what I want out of the upcoming year and then typically I read my horoscope and in the past it's kind of affirmed what I've thought to myself where it's like okay you know I can pick out those themes from my horoscope Mm -hmm. and like what people are predicting I guess based on astrology for 2022 and what I wrote Other times if I'm drawing a blank and I just kind of have all these ideas written down of what I want for the year, but I can't seem to like theme it or I don't really know what these things have in common, sometimes my horoscope has helped me, you know, come up with that like bigger theme or like intention for the year. But I also wanted to put it out there. If you're somebody who has no idea where to start, maybe read your horoscope and maybe it'll spark some ideas or inspire that theme for the year ahead. Mm, Yeah, I love that. Yeah. The site I usually read mine is astrostyle.com. I think they write the horoscopes for L, I think I just read, but I don't think they're up yet. I think you have to pay for them until like it actually hits 2022. Then I think they're on there for free, but there's so many free resources online and maybe you read a few of them, like just to make sure, you know, they're lining up and you're taking away what you want to take away, not just trusting like one source of truth kind of thing. Should we get into what our goals are now that we've talked about how to set goals and what we've thought about while setting our goals? Yeah, for sure. Did you want to maybe start us off with some of your goals or all of your goals? What's the tea? Sure. I think, sure. Maybe what I'll do is set the scene with kind of my overall like theme of the year. And like I said, when I was reflecting on last year, it was really my year of leveling up. And I was constantly pushing myself, challenging myself, stepping outside my comfort zone. And my mental health was at an all time Mm -hmm. low because I was really not prioritizing like myself when I was pushing myself, if that makes sense. Like I was just striving for more regardless of what toll that took on my mental health. So thinking about the upcoming year, like I said earlier, I cannot do that again. (laughs) I need to like rest and I need to prioritize myself. And the theme I've come up with is a year of wellness. So that doesn't mean a year of slacking off and a year of doing absolutely nothing. It just means, like I said, prioritizing myself Mm -hmm. and doing that in a whole bunch of different areas of my life. So me being me, you guys know, I've then organized my goal, my like theme into kind of like subcategories. 
people are like, oh my God, this girl. And then kind of set goals within each one of them. So talking about wellness, I think this is a cliche, but again, I wanted to kind of tie this to multiple areas of my life and like have like a holistic, like total wellness. So I was thinking about organizing my goals into mind, body, and soul. Mind obviously being just like my headspace, body being like my physical and like health kind of thing. And then soul being just things that make me feel Mm -hmm. good and really lift me up and whatnot. So I have goals within each of those. Do you want me to talk about those or do you want to kind of give like an overarching like idea for your year ahead? I can give a theme I guess I feel like my themes are never as good and last year I don't know last year my theme was like to live my best life which I feel like I don't even know what that means Mm -hmm. so I'm trying to make this year's theme better yeah and I feel like too as long as you have the goals you know what I mean like the theme is easier to do in retrospect to be like what happened this year and then how can I kind of find an overarching theme but For me too, I don't know. I always find setting a theme ahead of time helps shape my goals. So if it's overwhelming for like you as a listener to like come up with a theme and then the goals, like just tackle the goals. (laughs) Yeah. And then the theme will come. (laughs) Well, and that's what I did is that I wrote out all my goals and then I was like, what's kind of the thread that's connecting them Mm -hmm. and with what I learned from last year. So my kind of theme is to simplify my life. Mm, I love that. This year, because I feel like when we talked about some of my favorite things from last year, it was like the small, simple moments. Yeah. And it's also me like coming to terms with the fact that COVID's still around. Mm -hmm. We can't just keep like pushing off things because, oh, well, once COVID's gone, it'll be fixed. And so it's me trying to make just like my home life simpler because I spend a lot of time there. (laughs) Yeah. I love that. I think that's so good. Yeah. A little, I don't know, different than last year, but I think it, all of my goals, this is kind of a theme throughout them all. Yeah. So that's why I picked that. Yeah. Okay. Should we get into what those goals are? Yeah. Do you want to share yours and how they connect with year of wellness yes I would love to so (laughs) I have like a whole bunch I have like this super long note on my phone where I've like really made these goals like a lot more like measurable I guess but I want to just kind of like give you guys the generic things and I have more goals too that I haven't put in here but I'll maybe put as monthly goals or something I don't know but the big ones for me talking about my year of wellness and how that kind of translates to my mind bucket is a big goal for this year is to start talking to a therapist. So that's something we've talked about on the podcast a lot. And I'm a huge Mm -hmm. believer in it, even though (laughs) I've never done it before. (laughs) So I'm like, hey, time to practice what I preach. And I really think that will help me with my mental health rather than just kind Mm -hmm. of you know, being in my feels and feeling isolated and whatever due to COVID. It's like, no, there's somebody who is like trained professional that can help you through all that. So that is the biggest thing I want to do this year. I also want to challenge myself still and learn new things. So without like striving and like hustling, I want to accomplish that. So I was thinking of taking some online courses 
and that would be sharpening up some skills I need for my new job, but also mm. just learning about new things and starting new hobbies. And then the last piece under the mind is more so of an intention than a goal, but it's to protect my energy. And I went for dinner a few weeks ago with one of my friends from my old job. And she just like, I forget exactly how she said it, but she said it kind of in like a jokingly sarcastic way where she's like, 2022 is the year of protecting my energy. And I was like, that is just so great. Like when I think back on 2021, I can think of specific things I did and spending time with specific people that I did not enjoy. And I did it like time and time again, where I knew I wasn't enjoying it, yet I continued to do it or I continued to see those Mm. people. And it's like, why? Like, of course, my mental health was low if I was doing things I didn't enjoy doing. So this year, kind of in the whole mind, I just like bucket, I just want to protect my energy and make sure you know, I'm not cluttering my mind with things that don't actually matter. And mm-hmm. I'm focused on doing things that make me feel good. I love that. Yeah. I'll breeze through the rest. I feel like the mind is really the biggest piece of my right like year. But for body, mm-hmm. I have working out three to five times a week and regular yoga practice. So I just signed up for a 12-week training program with Sarah again. I had really great success from my four-week program I did in 2021. I found out I respond really well to like a personal trainer and like workout program Mm -hmm. that way. And I also did a habit tracker through that program. So I've kind of taken what I learned about myself and applied that to 2022. So I've hired Sarah again and she will help me stay accountable to the working out three to five times a week. And then also using that habit tracker again to hit my water step and vitamin goals, which I've again quantified, but I won't share Mm -hmm. all that with you guys. And just wanting to get back to the yoga studio is a big Mm -hmm. thing for me because again, going back to that protecting my energy, yoga is something I love to do. Like it's a great workout. It really helps me like clear my mind and just like connect with myself and I know that, yet I think 2021, I did the least yoga I've done in a really long time. And I feel like I yeah. kind of, my mental health was a result of that. So yeah. I want to prioritize that again. And then last kind of thing it, for soul is something that really fills my soul is traveling. However, like I said, I don't want to be dependent on traveling to other cities when COVID is so yeah. bad and we don't really know what the future looks like. So I do have on here to visit New York. That's kind of the first place I'll go Mm -hmm. as soon as it's safe to do so. However, my family has also started talking about doing a trip to Quebec City, which I would absolutely love and I'm excited about. So just some local travel that doesn't like require hopping on an airplane, as well as going to Montreal. That was the highlight of my year last year in 2021. So I want to make sure I'm spending as much time in Montreal as I can in 2022 as well. But kind of like going back to the whole state of the world. I don't want to rely or yeah, rely on leaving like my city and like my home to get that fill of travel. So I've also started creating a Toronto bucket list. There are so many things I want to do in the city that I haven't done yet. And it's like big landmarks I haven't seen within Toronto, even though I've lived here for eight years now. (laughs) So I put to tour my own city in part of my soul bucket. Mm -hmm. And like I said, I have a Toronto bucket list running of things to do. 
And then last thing, pre-pandemic, something I got so much joy out of was hosting like a party once a season and Mm -hmm. like a winter, summer, spring, fall. That's kind of what I mean by once a season. And obviously I might not be able to do like full on parties, but I would love to just host family and or friends once a season again. If it's just having people over for a glass of wine and board games, if it's having a total rager at the end of the year once COVID's done, (laughs) that's me being optimistic and hopeful. (laughs) Great. But I just, I get so much joy and out of hosting people. So I just want to make an effort to do that more in 2022. Mm, I love that. Yeah. So kind of lots of goals in there. Some lofty ones that aren't super measurable. Lots of goals too. Like I don't want people to be like, oh my gosh, she just talked for like 10 minutes straight about her goals. Like just come (laughs) up with like three things. You know what I mean? That's great. And just really focus on them. A lot of mine are like small things that I know it's kind of like not a one or done, but like start talking to a therapist. Like once I start, it'll be easier to maintain, you know, or like hire a personal trainer. Like, I don't know. I feel like I've set myself up for success, even though there's quite a bit tucked in to my year of wellness. Yeah. What I like about your goals, which I think our listeners can take away from them, is that I feel like they would all be the answer to the question, like, what could you do to make your life better? Mm. You know what I mean? And so it's not like, I need to set a goal to lose 25 pounds because I've decided that's the number I want. You know what I mean? They're all just like, what could you do to make your life better? Well, I'd like to learn some new hobbies so that I can do that when I'm in lockdown. Yeah. like, okay, yeah, Yeah. that makes total sense, you know? I actually think that's where I started was like 2021 being so hard on my mental health. That was the question Mm -hmm. I asked myself is how can I prioritize my mental health? How can I help my mental health? And that's kind of where I was like, okay, start talking to a therapist, start, yeah, creating new hobbies, like Mm -hmm. work out more, go out, tour your own city. Like they are answers to that question, even though I don't know if I like consciously asked myself that question. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. 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 Hey. No, but I like that because it's a good jumping off point, I think, if you're trying to come up with goals. Yeah. Especially if you're like, well, I like where I am with my career. Yeah. And I like my house. And I don't, you know what I mean? It's like you can still improve your life in little ways. It doesn't have to be like, I want to move abroad and do. Totally. Yeah. And that was something else. Like, I feel like maybe it's obvious, but it's worth saying is last year, my goals were very like with leveling up, like I set a salary goal that I wanted to make. I set, you know, a title I wanted to have. And I set, you know, very specific Mm -hmm. goals that were, I don't know, I guess fell in the theme of leveling up where this year I don't really have that. Like I do have some numbers when it comes to how many times I want to work out, how much water I want to drink, how many steps I want to take a day. Like that's fine, but this is kind of my year of rest. And that doesn't, like I said, mean doing absolutely nothing. Like I'm still setting goals, even though I'm really focused on taking a step back. So something else to just think about as well. Yeah. So for my goals, I feel like maybe mine are kind of similar to yours. Like they're not big, Mm -hmm. you know, grand goals. They're like little micro changes. 
that I think will make a difference. I hope. Yeah. (laughs) And so one of the big things I want to do is declutter my home to make things simpler, especially things like my closet, because I have so many clothes that I was holding on to for when COVID's over. Mm. And it's like, well, okay, maybe we need to move on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like I was having this discussion with my mom and I was like, literally, if something is so important that I somehow donate it and then COVID's magically gone and I'm like, oh, I wish I had this pair of pants that I got rid of. Like I can buy another pair of pants. Yeah. It's not the end of the world. Yeah. And it's just taking up so much space and mental energy. Yeah don't need that anymore (laughs) yes I love that yeah so that's a big one and kind of in that same vein is setting up a better work from home situation because Mm -hmm. mine is still very set up with the idea that it's temporary which it's like you're spending 40 hours a week doing this Mm -hmm. just set it up properly yes so that's another big thing but I need to kind of declutter and organize that some other things I wanted to do was read 35 books this year. I've read 29, I believe. Ooh. So it's like, yeah, keep it consistent, maybe add a little more. And I got gifted so many books for Christmas. Oh my God. Like I got, I think like 10 books as gifts. That's amazing. Because everyone was like, you love reading, right? <laughs> I was like, I guess now this is my thing. So yeah, I have so many books to read and I'm excited for that. I want to try and journal once a month because that's something I started off last year doing, but stopped around June. Mm -hmm. So just want to keep that consistent. Mm -hmm. I want to keep my watch health goals consistent, which was a goal last year. And I did every month except November, which is so annoying. (laughs) So So goal this year is to actually do every month. (laughs) And... I feel like this is me maybe predicting how I'm going to feel, but I'm fine with kind of where I am right now, but I have the feeling that in like six months, maybe like halfway through the year, I'm going to want to reevaluate my career goals. Mm -hmm. So I'm just putting that out there without an actual plan in place yet with the idea that like in six months, I will check in with myself. I love it. I think that's great. I love I've never thought about that, but I love setting a goal of having a check-in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's so good. See how I said it was easy. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh my gosh. Tag, I really think you should read your horoscope after yeah. this. I was reading, I was going to see if I could find like a good source to like kind of give people an idea of like what mm. the theme of their horoscope would be for the year without being an astrologer and having like any credibility. <laughs> But I decided not to. However, I read it for myself and I read, like Mm -hmm. I skimmed for yours as well. I'm Mm -hmm. a Scorpio and I think mine, I forget what it said already. I think it was like the year of like strength and transformation or something like crazy where I was like, okay, we'll see about year of wellness, like mental strength, maybe. I don't know how it'll all play out. And I haven't read in too much detail. But then I was skimming the Gemini one for you tag and it was Mm -hmm. really saying, again, this was just one and maybe... I like I was skimming so it might not be totally accurate but it was saying how like the first half of the year is really focused on just like setting intentions and like Mm. kind of like figuring out what you want and then the second half of the year is really about like action and stuff and it even talked about like career goals and like Mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff so you definitely need to read it and see if it resonates with you 
Yeah. Well, this is a less credible source, but I read in Cosmo. Yes. My it was like a one line astrology like prediction for the year and it was like the goals that you want have to be on pause until halfway through the year and then you can start working towards them mm. and I was like mm, yes I get that yeah. because I feel like at the end of this year I feel like this is maybe going to resonate for a lot of people but I was just like burnt out yes totally and tired. so I was like I want to make changes but I'm so exhausted mm-hmm. like realistically I like don't even have the mental power to think of these changes. Yeah. And so these goals were kind of made with that in mind where it's like, I need to like get back to basics yeah. and then build from there. Yes. And so I'm not trying to set goals that are like, okay, by February, I need a new role. Yeah. You know, it's like, I need to get back to basics and then actually come up with a plan Mm -hmm. and then execute it, hopefully, for the second half of the year. Yeah. And again, just going back to, like, taking time to figure out what you actually want. Like, if you don't know yet, that's fine. You know what I mean? Like, just Mm -hmm. start thinking about it now and things are just going to start randomly popping up in your head for what you do want. And it's okay if you don't have all the answers right now at the start of the year. Like, take time and figure it out. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. So was there anything else for this year that you're looking forward to that aren't necessarily goals? Yeah, I don't know. Like, I feel like this year, I also feel like every single year I approach it being like, this is going to be my best year yet. And like this year, I'm going to do this. This year is going to be awesome because I want to do this, this, this. And Mm. I think that was fine until COVID hit. And then I really (laughs) like did kind of throw up any kind of like certainty you know what I mean like everything just feels so uncertain now where I'm like I'm not going to put that pressure on myself if you know there's so many external factors that can prevent that from happening or whatever so this year I'm just like I'm okay kind of coasting and taking it day by day you know just focusing on doing the inside work and that's good but one thing I am looking forward to this year is maybe kind of dumb, but I talked about in the reflection episode how the highlight of this year was talking to so many different podcast guests and mm-hmm. interviewing different people, talking to people who have are so passionate about things that I'm interested in but don't know much yeah. about or something like that. So like little teaser, Tegan and I do have some really exciting podcast guests planned for even the rest of January that we're super excited about. So I'm so looking forward to those, like interviewing those people and then having, obviously sharing that with all of you. And there's a few other guests I have in mind for later in the year that I hope we can get on the podcast as well. So that's making me excited. But outside of that, I don't know. I don't know what else I'm looking forward to. (laughs) (laughs) What about you? So one thing I wanted to mention is that I am, for some reason, like insanely hyped for New Year's just because I'm like, yes, clean slate, let's go. So I'm looking forward to that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm looking forward to hopefully doing a trip to New York in February. Nice. We will see. And then I, I think I've talked about this on the podcast, but I was supposed to be doing my honeymoon in like literally three days from when you're hearing this that has been canceled oh no due to covid yeah so i am looking forward to hopefully having a honeymoon in the spring but who knows yeah 
Do you think you'll still go to Palm Springs? No, we were supposed to be going to Hawaii for a family trip. Okay. So I feel like we might just like Merge. mash it all. We're just saying whatever trip we go on next is our honeymoon. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and yeah, yeah, that's a bummer. So we're hopeful that maybe in the spring we can go to Hawaii. Yeah. But we'll see. Oh, man. Well, Tag, I think you're doing the right thing by like postponing it with, you know, yeah. the craziness right now. But that is definitely a bummer. So I'm sorry to hear that. I do hope. No, it's all good. I hope you guys can go somewhere. And hopefully, like, you can go on a trip just the two of you as well. You know, like, it mm-hmm. would be nice to, like, merge it with your family thing. But it would be nice to, like... I don't know, extend it beyond when the whole family's there. So it's just the two of you. And then it feels more like a honeymoon. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and we had talked about like, we had tickets to go to Disneyland. And so we like can't get refunds on those, but I think we can change the date. So we had talked about like heading early and spending like a couple days in California, Mm -hmm. just the two of us. Then we can go to Disneyland and then go to Hawaii or something. Yeah. But we're not at the planning stage yeah because <laughs> we're scared yeah I know it's like you need to wait a little bit before the planning yeah. can start yeah that'd be yeah. so nice especially yeah it's just been so crazy like I just feel like the amount of information yes exactly. my brain's gotten in the last week so I'm like okay this plan's on the horizon yes yeah <laughs> we'll I see what happens yeah I feel like this is maybe super ambitious but I feel like a California road trip could be so fun yeah <laughs> There's so many, like, things you could see, I feel like. And it's a common layover to Hawaii, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, okay. that's why we had talked about it, because it's, like, for us from Toronto, it's six hours to L.A. or Vancouver, and then six hours to Hawaii. Okay. So then it Perfect. kind of makes it, like, a more reasonable yeah. trip, I think. Yeah. Okay. I'm I'm hopeful that all works out. I think that sounds so good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, geez. Yes. So we're looking forward to that yeah. if it ever happens. Yeah. Okay. And then I thought maybe we could just, if you have any January goals, maybe we can like wrap up this episode yeah. with that. I feel like, again, I'm going to reiterate something I think I've said already a million times in this episode, but the idea of monthly goals is really great to hold you accountable to those yearly goals. And I think it's yeah. just, you know, breaking down those big goals into smaller actionable items you can work on in the month, if it's creating, you know, lifestyle changes, if one of your yearly goals was a lifestyle change, like it's going to take more than just one and done to, you know, consider it a success. So maybe it's something you work on every single month. So yeah, I feel like you can kind of see that in some of our January goals. Sometimes my January Mm -hmm. goals aren't even related to my yearly goals. So yeah. Do you want to kick us off, Tig? Sure. So I've signed up to do a 30-day yoga challenge. Yay! Yoga by Adrian. Same! Oh my gosh, I'm so excited for that. My mom's also going to do it, so... I love it. Yeah. And I want to do something that I did last year, which was have a dry January, which is basically not drinking alcohol for the entire month. Mm. And I did it last year and I really liked it just because I did surprisingly find it challenging, mm-hmm. which I was like, that actually made it feel more rewarding because then it's like, yeah, yes, this goal is making a difference. You know what I mean? Yeah. So doing that again and I need to read three books to meet my goal of 35 for the year. So got that on there. 
I want to reintroduce my skincare, start my decluttering. I want to work on hanging some of the art I have in my house actually on the walls instead of just having them sit in frames. Yeah. And my last goal, which is very lame, but I'm proud of it, is to film one TikTok a week, whether yeah. that's just like for my own TikTok or for like the Our Golden 20s TikTok. I love it. Just, yeah, it's fun yeah. and creative. And the thing I love about TikTok is that for me, it feels very low stakes and low pressure. Yeah. So I get to be creative without being like a perfectionist. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, I got a ring light for Christmas, so Yay. I gotta put it to use. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> I feel like too, this is maybe dumb, but TikTok could be a great way to hold yourself accountable to your goals. Like if yeah. you're doing 30 day yoga challenge and you, your goal is also to upload one TikTok a day, like take a yeah. little snippet of you doing yoga every single day. You know what I mean? Or yeah. if it's yeah. to read three books, then share with TikTok what three books you're reading. Like. I don't know. I feel like yeah. it's a good way to share, obviously, what you're doing with other people to hopefully inspire them maybe or like, I don't know, mm. just get something out there. But it's also a great way for you to be like, okay, I have to, if I do this, I can, I don't know how to word this. But do you know what I mean? Like, it's just a good yeah, way to yeah. hold yourself accountable. Well, and I feel like filming anything, and maybe this is unhealthy, but that's a topic for another episode. <laughs> but I feel like filming things helps me like romanticize my life. Yes. And it's like I'm happier to like journal if it's like, okay, but then like take a two second shot yes. for a TikTok video of you journaling. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. It, like it's like a helpful so, tool. Yeah, that's so true. It helps yeah. you romanticize your life because I'm now even picturing like, journaling yes but it's like maybe if you're gonna film it you're also gonna light a candle and make yeah. a tea you know and make it a moment yeah and it's like yeah. sure maybe that sounds dumb just to do it for the Instagram or the TikTok but it's like I don't know if that's what encourages you to romanticize your life then do yeah. it yeah I love that and especially January like I need all the magic I can get in January. Totally. January in Canada, sucks. not a fun time. No. Jan <laughs> yeah, January to March, it sucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not good. Yeah, so. create your own magic. I love that. Yeah. Awesome. Okay, my January goals are actually kind of similar to yours. Mm. I also have the 30-day yoga challenge on my January goals. I feel like it's going to be ambitious to do yoga once a day and also start my 12-week training program. So that is my other goal. Right. We start January 10th. So I think it's going to be challenging, but I think it'll be a good challenge. And yeah. I think it'll be rewarding because like you said, January is a really tough month. It's when winter like actually hits here. You know, it's just yeah. awful. So I think moving my body will really help me mm. and all of these things I can do within my own home, which is still really great. So those are my two big goals and obviously fit into my yearly goals under the whole body, like subcategory, bucket, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> I also have to read one novel. So kind of a goal I didn't mention is to read 12 books again this year. So I want to do one in January. I want mm -hmm. to ask you, Tag, out of the books that you got for Christmas, what one are you most excited to read? Um, 
maybe Tyrell got me one called The Paper Place. Oh, yes. Which is like a really big one. Yeah. I haven't read it yet. So, and he just bought it. He like stalked my Goodreads. Mm, and looked that. through. And then he was like, this is one that's in style with your other books, but you haven't read it yet. Yeah. So I'm excited for that. I also literally this morning just finished the like Bridgerton series. Ooh. And so I do want to try and read maybe some of like their spinoffs. Nice. Just yeah. because they are the like such quick reads mm. so yeah I don't know I was, but I'm gonna start with the paper place is probably my first read of yeah I've heard a lot year. about it I haven't read that one either yeah. but amazing okay sorry that was just a little sidetrack because I meant to ask you that <laughs> another January goal is to organize and declutter so that's focusing on my seasonal decor mm. so putting away my Christmas yeah. stuff that's something I actually had on my winter bucket list from a few episodes ago just getting yeah. that organized as I put it away also go through my clothing and just closets in general I've been on a huge yeah. kind of decluttering mission uh, off and on throughout I guess 2021, like since the spring. So just want to kind of continue plugging away at that. I'm feeling incredibly inspired right now to just like declutter Ooh. the shit out of my house. I yes. think it's like kind of that fresh year, fresh start, yeah. like totes are on sale everywhere, like just that kind of thing. Yeah. So it's getting me inspired. And then my last goal for the month, this is a big one for me, is to do a no shop month. So mm. unless I'm spending money I got for Christmas or gift cards, I don't want to be shopping because realistically, mm. I don't need to. You know what I mean? Like I already got yeah, some yeah, clothes yeah. in the winter, like November, December. I don't need to buy spring clothes yet. Like I can do it. Yeah. And just to recover from obviously the financial burden that was the holidays. <laughs> Yeah. I think this will be a, a really hard one. It's kind of like dry January, but even harder for yeah. me. So <laughs> that is one I just added in. I love how our addictions are shopping and drinking. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is so horrible. Yeah, but I feel like that's relatable in your 20s. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What else do you spend your time right? doing? Honestly, and drinking. yeah. Like spending my money and drinking a glass of wine both yep. yeah provide the same like comfort and energize me in the same way <laughs> yeah yeah not good but but it's okay <laughs> we're taking a break hey yeah exactly and honestly like I said those goals that are like the actual hard goals are the ones that feel so good when you accomplish them exactly yes 100 <laughs> percent amazing wow so many goals. I hope people weren't yeah. counting the number of times we said the word goals in this episode <laughs> <laughs> because it was definitely a lot, but I feel like this is a yeah. really great way to just like set the tone for the upcoming year, you know, like mm. it is, I think, common to feel inspired at this time of year just because so many people are talking about this. So many brands mm -hmm. are like inspiring you to like crush your fitness goals and whatever. So I hope people found this helpful. Yeah, I'm sure they will. Yeah. Awesome. Well, that is everything we have for you guys today. Thank you so much for listening. You can find us on social media at Our Golden 20s on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Pinterest. Pinterest is a good one. Go follow us there. <laughs> Get some visualization happening. We also are on Patreon. That's the best way to support the podcast for as little as $2 a month. And I think that is 
it. So thank you again for listening. We are wishing you guys all the best in 2022 and we will see you next Tuesday for a whole new episode. Bye-bye. <laughs>